podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of AVE WebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 269, the one yes. that followed 268. We're right before 270. 270, amazing how that work works. As always, there is a tip from our previous podcast. It's a short tip. Short it's tip. It's a one, two, three, four. It's a number of words. Uh, <laughs> ask readers to share your content at the end of the post. Now, uh, uh, ironic, I know how simple and yep. plain that seems, but it's amazing how many people don't do it. Yep. If you ask, in, in the case of blogging and being social, usually if you ask, they will come. Yep. And so, why don't you end your post with that? Hey, share this, if you find this interesting, share this on Twitter, Facebook, dig it, Reddit, or whatever, or pro tip, Ask a question at the end of your post and ask people to answer that by sharing it on their social profiles. Because not only will people do it, they will answer the questions. And now you get a little bit of social sharing yep. and some user-generated content. So it, one of the things that are like related to this, because you say it is so simple, you kind of know this. Often the difference between where you are and where you want to be is not because of what you don't know. Just it's things you, what, what you don't do. What you know and you don't do. Exactly. So uh, make sure you do it uh, on that one. Uh, we are broadcasting live from Houston, and we are these two. We yeah. are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers. Where our mantra is: Don't be a douche. Do not be a douche. Yeah, We've got what's what's not our article look. for today? Oh, what so our article for today is seven ways to use emotions to drive conversions. So not emoticons. And not emoticons. <laughs> emotions. <laughs> seven emotions. ways to use emotions to drive drive um, 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 conversions. Man, so punch in the face to Tim Ash. <laughs> Guys over at Marketing Land, uh, we're going to dig in in a minute. Excellent. So if you're in a position to, and you have a device, maybe you're in front of a device that can tweet, what we'd ask you to do is to tweet. Yeah, you would be, I would be tweeting right now, but I left my device at my desk. But you should tweet what you see behind me. Hashtag SEO Podcast. This is number 269. And when you tweet that, be sure to tag us in it, at Best SEO Podcast, at eWebStyle. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. All of our stuff. So this section we could potentially skip if we get enough leads, followers, whatever. Not leads, but followers. <laughs> and this is where we're talking well, we about. Like leads too. But yeah. Yeah. Leads. Yeah. We kind of prefer leads. Um, this would be followers, uh, likes, whatever, either on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or G+. Mm-hmm. And the current statistics are Twitter, 741. We're up eight. Plus eight? Ooh, almost. Almost. Two more and we would have skipped this section. Instagram, we're plus up two. two. Facebook, plus three. G plus, plus one. And that's G plus local. And we weren't keeping track of our other G plus account, so yeah. I'm starting to keep track of that now. And here's the section. If you get any one of those, collective audience, get any one of those likes or follows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pluses, whatever. To bump ten. Then we're going to skip this section. And here's the section. We ask you, if this is the first time you've been to this podcast, welcome. hey, welcome. Howdy from uh, yeah, Houston, Texas. Thank you Texas. for coming. It's great to see you. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, we ask that you do one of a couple of things for us if you enjoy the podcast and you're back. So hopefully yeah. you do. One of those is to go to our G Plus page. And we've actually yeah. made it really easy for really, you to really get to easy. our G Plus page. All you need to do is go to e-webstyle.com slash G Plus or slash G Plus. Or slash Google Plus. Or slash Google 
Plus. All of those iterations will take you to our G Plus local page yep. where we ask you to do two things. First thing, put us in a circle, right? So that way you can give us some content, we can submit some content to you, but more importantly, give us a review. Hopefully that review is five stars, stars. and so that way we can read it live on the air. Absolutely. The next thing that you could do has three steps. Go onto iTunes, create an account, write a review. Hopefully that review is five stars. And you can send us an email, podcast at e-whipstyle.com. And let us know you wrote that review and we'll review, we'll, we'll read it on air and give you a punch, punch in, in the, the face. face. Which is a good That's thing. It's a great thing. It's a really good thing. All right, next is Facebook. So go to our page, facebook.com slash And there, there are actually two places to leave a review. Mm -hmm. One in the traditional page place that Facebook provides, which you can get to by clicking the five stars. It is five stars, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and next, there's a little review app. And actually, that review app saved my mm -hmm. face. You'll notice. I know. I only have half a tear tattoo. Because we was in the middle of getting tatted yep. <laughs> when yep. the review came. So... Because the review came, we erased the, the whole, the, the half that we had started. And, and then the one from the yesterday, <laughs> the one from last week, we just got rid of that one too. All right, so I, I'm down to one and a half because uh, we did get that review. Uh, so thank you when we get to that. So um, you can also uh, leave a review at our Stitcher page. Yeah. Stitcher dot, well, no, the best place to, but nah, <laughs> the best way to get there is to go to e-webstyle.com and you will... Probably in the next 20 minutes, find a See, stitcher. Yeah. We had a, a an odd thing happen to our sidebar. Yeah. We was and, cleaning it up. I mean, I don't mind sharing this. We got hacked. It yep. happens. You yep. know, and we cleaned it up. And unfortunately, it was easier to just redo our sidebar than do some other stuff. Yeah. And so so yeah. That, that'll be done by the time you guys hear this and get there, unless you're watching live, which means, hello, nice to see you. All right. So all of that is done. We do ask you to hunt us, stalk us, follow us. There's a number of ways you can do that. Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. Instagram.com slash eWebStyle. All of those uh, are ways you can hunt us and stalk us. Thank you. If you are a PHP expert or a WordPress guru, yeah. uh, we're probably looking for you. Give us a call. Leave an audio resume. 713-510-7846. If you want a free website analysis, you can go to our website, e-webstyle.com. Mm -hmm. You will find a link for a free website analysis. Go ahead and fill that out. If you're in urgent need of it, call us. Call us. Yep, just give a give us a call. Do we have any algo cat? We do have some algo cat. So now it's time for our favorite segment of the podcast, which for some reason I have to ask if we have it <laughs> each time. <laughs> the algorithm cataclysm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a good one. And it was worthy of that 8.9. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what we've been hitting towards for the past 60 days, right? the past six or seven podcasts, Google has been making these small updates in regards to mobile search, right? right. First, it was the indicating that this site may be slow. Right. Right. Then they sent out the whole message through Webmaster Tools to everyone whose site wasn't mobile friendly that, hey, you really need to fix your site. Um, so now... Two things. Right. First thing they're testing now is on a mobile device, if your site is slow, they're going to put a red mark that says slow site oh. <laughs> next to the listing. Oh, red is not good. Red is not no. good. Red is not your friend. And so that's one. The second thing is as of April 21st, they are rolling out the algorithm called the mobile usability, and they're going to make it a huge ranking factor for mobile search. It's starting on April 21st. Today is 
February 27th. So you have about every bit of 60 days <laughs> to get your act together, fix your mobile site, make sure it's friendly, make sure it's responsive. If that's the path you're going down, make sure it's usable because if, if mobile search is a big part of your traffic, which it probably is. Which it probably is. Um, it won't be <laughs> if your site isn't mobile friendly anymore. It will be significantly de deteriorated yeah. uh, in that case. Um, well, I'm glad they didn't announce that on April 1st because uh, <laughs> they wouldn't believe not them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, yeah, not going to happen. All right, just a little bit of news uh, three little pieces. Net neutrality is a reality, yep. right? So it went through. <laughs> Like, the more I read, the more confused I get whether yeah. it's a good thing or a bad thing. The thing that resonates with me is currently, I believe, Netflix is paying Comcast up to $1 million uh, a month or mm -hmm. whatever bandwidth, in order to have like bandwidth. Um, and I like the concept of them not paying so that... Is so that smaller companies can compete with Netflix in that point, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine you get a brand new Netflix. They start today. They can't afford that fee, and and Comcast slows them down. How do they compete against Netflix? They don't have the budget. Mm -hmm. So I really do like that. The other part is it's it's like it's their network. They kind of build. They can it. afford to control it, and so they kind of should have some controls, especially if there's one person or company that's, that's using up half the bandwidth. And it's like half, yeah. <laughs> Netflix is killing it. So, um, interesting. I, I, I definitely end on the side that we ended up on, which is net neutrality. Yeah. Although it does put, it seems to put things in government hands, which is usually yeah, a bad not thing. Not really a good but, thing. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away. I know, man. Yeah. So, his favorite phrase, you can't use Right? It's like, well, we'll just say, and prosper. I know. I know, man. It was, uh, it was like, you know, when I saw it, I didn't realize that was his name. Oh, yeah. To me, his name is Dr. Spock. Yeah, Spock. The, period. Yeah. One of the Jenkins so, boys. So you, you know what I'm saying? You, you read it like, like who's this dude? Like, I don't really care. And then I seen the pictures. Oh, <laughs> oh Spock. And I'm not even a Trekkie. But, yeah. you know, I read. We watched it. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, you know, and if, can I do this with my left hand? Yeah, rest in peace. Yep. There you go. And prosper. Um, the, the blue and black dress thing. Oh. White and gold. White and, I don't get it. Yeah. I, anyway. Yeah. It's just, you know what it's called? It's called bad Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cheap called. camera it's versus called, a light camera. Yeah, HDTV versus a monitor versus whatever you're looking how at it on. How does that blow up? Like, like you can't. You, it takes something as creative as dumping ice on people to g generate um, buzz about a cause like ALS. Mm -hmm. But somebody can post like two crappy photos of the same dress and ask an inane question and it can blow up too. Like yep. it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. All right. So we do have a punch in the face. I'm a little scared about this one because mm -hmm. um, it's to CKO kickboxing. You know, it makes me nervous. And, uh, and I spoke with, his name is Isaac. Uh, his uh, the face, yeah, he said, kind of, don't be bad. yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> well, I said it on the phone. He goes, You know, normally, not only is he in kickboxing, he's also from New York. <laughs> he was like, Normally, I'd reach, you know, want to reach through the phone and strangle you. Uh, in this case, I get it. So, uh, punch in the face to Isak. It was great chatting with you, and, and we're working on a little project together. And I have a review. So, this is the one that saved my tattoo. Uh, this is uh, from. All, uh, excuse me, above all termite and pest control, mm -hmm. just started listening to your podcast. Not only are you helping me understand internet marketing and SEO, but you're also helping me get in shape. 
Kind of cool, okay. huh? Right? So, uh, you see, because I just found your podcast, I have many caps, all caps, episodes to listen to in order to catch up. And I do this while exercising on the treadmill. That's what's up. Today, it was an hour and a half. Hour and a half? So, you listen to three podcasts yeah. today, probably. Great job, guys. Punch in the face. Man, that's what's up, dude. That's cool. The, what number are you on? Get yeah. us back on Twitter. Let me know which number you're on. Don't listen to 180. Like, skip past that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you're good after that. I, I spoke with someone the other day. He was like, yeah, I even listened through the bad audio ones. <laughs> I was like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were learning. My bad. All right, and that's, uh, well, that's my news. section. Got we, some got news. Some, we got a little bit more got news. Got a little bit more news, yeah. So some kind of industry-specific news. Uh, so dig this. Twitter has an official WordPress plugin now. Okay. Which is awesome because all of the other WordPress plugins you use to embed tweets and things like that, they suck in regards to the presentation. <laughs> right. You can't style them. And so now with Twitter, it's a lot more robust. You can control which tweets are seen. You can style it to look the match and feel of your site. So punch in the face to you, Twitter, Truth, yeah. for finally doing that. So dig this. Remember the deal Yahoo worked on with Firefox? So now Yahoo is the default search in Firefox. That has actually got their search queries up by 11%. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Makes yeah. sense, right? 11%. Wow, okay. Yeah. As, as well, it's not so many because of where they started. If you said they took 11% of Google, yeah, that that's a totally different number. From raising 11% <laughs> to taking 11%. Yeah. No, they just increased a little bit. Okay. And yeah, it's positive for them. And so I want to applaud them for that. Uh, so this almost could have been in our Algo Cat. But it was more just a statistic than anything else. Remember last last week we were talking about the knowledge graph and how more and more information is being sought there. Readily Google available. is rolling yep. out medical answers now. So dig this. 19.45% of all queries show in the knowledge graph. That's, 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 almost, that's one, almost one out of five have a knowledge, knowledge graph, graph answer. Wow. That makes sense. Right? I mean, we use the internet differently because we're kind of researching clients and then trying to figure out how other mm-hmm. people might research clients. And the majority of people go to the... When do you, so when you're out socially, mm-hmm. when do you reach for the internet? All the time. <laughs> right? And, and, it, and it's usually related to, no, that song didn't have this lyric. Or, or that, or, or, or trying to find a restaurant. Or, exactly. <laughs> whatever conversation I'm having. So it's Matter of fact, stuff that Knowledge Graph can answer. It is. Right. Man, I can't think of an example, but it gave me, it happened the other day. We were in a debate, and we were both like, hold on, I'm going to ask Google. Yeah. And see, I was ahead of him because he started typing, and I went to the voice search. Yeah. Right? And then, you know, and not only did I get to the voice search faster, since I used voice search, my phone returned with a voice answer. It was like, oh, hey, yeah. your answer is da 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 da. And I was and like, like, boom! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, 20% of all queries are showing knowledge graph answers. That makes sense. Last one here. Uh, oh, well, so dig this. We were talking about stars earlier. Right? right. You know, if you do a search and you see local results, you see yellow stars. Hopefully we want five stars, right? Right. Well, Google is testing out green stars. What you think? Okay. I think um, I saw them today. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know you had to search and try and find them. I saw them because I was doing a presentation for a client and I didn't say anything. I was just looking at it <laughs> thinking... Those stars are green. Literally, that shit used to be gold. What's going? Is my maybe my monitor setting messed up, or or um, in, maybe it changes in incognito mode? Like literally, I had no idea. And and what I can say is, it actually made it not stand out more. Yeah. Because yep. there's already a lot of green on the page. Yep. And especially site links are the same color exactly. as the stars now. And so 
I, don't, I, th I think it's not good um, for if if Google. So a good so Google should be looking out for a good experience for the Google user. If five stars, which requires at least five reviews to mm -hmm. get those to display, if that's value. Well, I'm sorry. If somewhere between one or five stars, that piece of information is of value. Google, you just hid a valuable piece of information for your users. They're going to change That's it back. The color. They'll change yeah. it back. Yeah, probably so. And lastly, I uh, got two punches in the face. Want to give this big punch in the face to a man, to the good folks over at HubSpot. You know, we love you guys. Um, so they posted their uh, uh, Q4 2014 earnings. Right. Dig this. 49% increase compared to 2013. Total revenue 2014, 115.9%. Million, one sixteen million. Well, well done. Well done. Face, good job fuck. to you guys and all the good folks. You know that's over all because of the rap you wrote for them. Yeah, no, right, I'm taking yeah. all that credit. All that credit. <laughs> well, the point nine is probably you know the yeah. platform. Yeah, that, that <laughs> Mike and Karen generated the point nine. That other one fifteen is all, all SEO rapper. Yeah. Oh, and another punch in the face to uh, Francis Bowman. Don't hit us up on Twitter at f Bowman. She says, uh, listening to the at eweb style hashtag SEO podcast on at Stitcher. Right? All right. Say that three times fast. Right. Listening to the at eweb style hashtag SEO podcast on at Stitcher. Hashtag podcast 263. Hmm. We are yeah. 269. She almost caught up. Hashtag SEO, hashtag marketing. Punch in the face to you, Francis. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for yeah. listening. Hey, go, go on to Stitcher while you're there and write Leave a review. Yeah, since you're already there. Thank you so much for tuning in. So he won't have to get tatted up no more. Yeah, I, don't, I need to erase this one and a half. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. When we get a review and I'm down to half, do I like store? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure All right. It out. So that is the potatoes yes, of our potatoes. podcast. It is time to get to the meat of our podcast. And today it's seven ways to use emotion to drive conversions. Yep. So like I said, punch in the face to Tim Ash. Dropped this article on Marketing Land. And so um, let's dive right into it because I think one of the key things here is that emotion drives sales. Absolutely. A lot of people don't keep that in mind that people usually purchase off emotion. People, people believe that they're like logical decisions are made in order to purchase something. No, no it's emotion. Logical decisions are used to support the decision you've already made. <laughs> Purchase it. Exactly. So Tim went on to say that savvy marketers know that establishing an emotional connection with their visitors and or creating a strong feeling of desire or pain can be a powerful weapon in the conversion arsenal. And Tim, you are absolutely yeah. correct. Uh, like we were just saying, emotion drives purchasing decisions, especially fear. I mean, you may have heard the term uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. That yep. is a, a top producer in regards to convergence. People want to make sure that they get this before they don't have a chance to get it. Or maybe they love it so much and so they buy it or, or whatever it is. Fear, unfortunately, emotion can drive you away from convergence. Maybe they really, really hate it. And so they're not going to get it at all. Yep. But the key here is that uh, emotions do that. Um, so let's, let's get right in. Number one, he says, uh, reinforce feelings of self-efficacy. I'm like, self-efficacy? Research, that means self-confidence, y'all. Right, right. And so he went on to say that uh, build up your visitor's confidence by designing your site in a way that increases their perception of ease. I totally dig that, Tim. Yeah, man. Well, he's basically... In a great way to put it, too. Yeah, but yeah. he wants to make sure that they use it gets there that they're like, oh, this is easy. This is going to be a quick checkout. I can get in here. I can add it to the cart. I can check out, guest check out, or whatever the options are. Easy. I can conquer this. Yes, I will buy it. And so, um, and that's exactly what I added. You want to make it feel like it's a task 
um, that they can easily accomplish. Yep. What you don't want to do is present somebody with some long, complicated cart, and then they're like, Ooh. They feel like they're stupid, yeah. and really your website is crappy. It's too and complicated. made them feel like they're stupid. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to do that because that, that reduces their amount of self-confidence in themselves. Not even in you, but in themselves. Your website just doesn't make them feel good. Literally. Literally. <laughs> doesn't make them feel good, and so they don't purchase. Yeah. That's not a good emotion you want your user to have. Yeah. Number two, two, he says, leverage the halo effect in your marketing. I was like, leverage the halo effect. Man, he's, he's busting out some I good liked titles. Him. Yeah. I liked him. He says, leverage the halo effect in your marketing. And what he's really saying here is build trust. Like, you want people to come to your site. And matter of fact, he says, one proven technique is the halo effect. People's tendency to form a positive impression of something because it's associated with something else they know and like. Right now, how do you do that? Think about celebrity spokespersons yep. or things like that, or or big brands who maybe also using your product. You ever been to a site and they're selling a service, and then at the bottom you see all these logos our of clients. big brands, yep. our clients, right? Yep. That's building that trust. Um, or one thing I've noticed a lot of companies are doing cross marketing. Have right. you seen like the Geico commercial where the lizard actually talking to the Eminem guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. Come on, that's across that that that's that's leveraging the halo effect. They're each giving credibility to, to each the other. other. Those exactly. people who eat M&Ms are like, I like the lizard. And those people who like the lizard are like, maybe I should try it. Exactly. And so so you want to build trust. Build trust in your audience, it, it goes a long way. Number three. Three. He says, activate positive feelings. Again, you want people to be feel good. You make, we want to make them feel good about purchasing. Like they're making the right decision. Like they're doing what is necessary for them. And so in order to do that, um, he says, matter of fact, this is most likely the rationale behind the use of discount codes and coupons. Right. Make people feel good. Like, yeah, I got a good deal on this. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I saved money here. Oh, I just won. Right. And so when people have that kind of feeling, they tend to convert more. How do you get that kind of feeling? Hmm. You got to offer some stuff. I don't know. More than free shipping. Because right, if this is an e-commerce site, everybody has kinda, free shipping. Kind of expects that. Yeah. yeah, that's almost standard now. It's almost offended. Like, yeah. what? You got free shipping? You know, I'll bounce quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And so, um, so you got to offer more than free shipping. Maybe free testers. Right. Or maybe right. a free gift. If you notice, if you buy cologne or you shop at Macy's and other things, everything you order will likely come with some sort of free gift. And so one thing that we could add to that kind of as a process, let's say you do add a free gift and you tell them that they're going to get a free gift, mm -hmm. right? Post-purchase, because that gives them, you know, before purchase. And then this would be a great idea. So before purchase, you say, you know what, you're going to get a free tester. After the purchase, you say, you know what, you're really going to get two. And then you deliver three, three right? So you're under-promising, over-delivering on yeah. three steps. I can tell you something. That person is coming back, and yeah. they're going to go tell everybody about that experience. Yeah, or they just think you hire staff that can't count. <laughs> yeah, or but even the, when you think about the, the mental aspect of it, this person feels like they won. Yep. Right? This now They're, they're going to go share it. Man, look, if you go order here, you're going to get three testers. Yep. And, yeah, you may suffer a small cost because that is a product that you have, but the customer you're building, that repeat customer that's going to come back for that same experience over and over again, by far exceeds the minimal cost of your tester or whatever your free gift is. 
I can tell you something that we're doing here that's enhancing this positive feelings and we're getting great feedback on this is we have a welcome to e-web style process. process yeah. So you, you sign a contract with us, we schedule the first meeting. The first meeting is a welcome to e-web style. It's 20 to 30 minutes and we actually go across all the details. Everything. Everything that we're gonna do uh, for your for your campaign, how you're going to interact with us, so there's no doubts about okay, mm-hmm. well, how do I contact you? What if there's an emergency? There's there's no questions about that. And at the end of that process, we ask a survey. And this last one that I did uh, this this week, yeah. yeah, I was like, so what did you get? Name one thing you got out of this. And you kind of were kind of expecting, I don't know, a detail that we covered. Mm-hmm. And the answer was peace of peace mind. Peace of mind. Yep. And I got Good that feelings. too. Yeah. They're like, I'll feel a lot more confident. <laughs> In, in this process we're going through. No buyer's remorse for signing this, you know, $36,000 deal with you guys. Yep. And so uh, so it's a good deal. Number four. Four. Learn and meet your visitors' needs. Right? Basically, he's saying you have to understand why people are coming to your site. He goes on to say you also got to create messages that convince visitors that you understand what drives them and uh, that you know how to make their lives better. Yeah. Address the pain is, yeah. is what he's really saying. Figure out what your product serves, what 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 pain does your product or service address, and then address that on your marketing copy. Address that on your site. Address that graphically. Address it visually. So that way they feel that pain and they understand you can solve that pain. So give you a good example. Snickers, right? right. Snickers, they although technically they sell, you know, uh, peanuts and nougat and caramel covered yeah. in milk chocolate. Yeah. That's not what they're selling. They're selling satisfaction to your Good. hunger. Yes. That's what they're selling. The brilliant marketing campaign. Right, brilliant. Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, they're not really selling you a $100,000 V6 with European leather. Although that's what it is. They're really selling you social status. Yep. They're selling you the feeling of being successful. Yep. That's what they're selling. They're Absolutely. addressing the pain. They're addressing that emotion that drives people to purchase. Desire. Yeah. And so so consider that with your product. You know, maybe you're a plumber. If we can give somebody a real-time example, maybe you're a plumber and you pride yourself on making sure that this water heater is hooked up right, it's not going to leak, it's going to work fine. You're selling the the peace of mind that we will always have hot water. A hot shower. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You won't be left out in the cold. Because cold so, showers suck. Suck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so figure out that pain and make sure you communicate how you address that pain in your messaging. Yep. Number five. Bye. He says, um, recognize users changing personalities. I really get this because yeah. people change. People change all the time. Not only do people change, people grow. Not only that, your product may serve different type of people, right? right? Older people, younger people. Matter of fact, he says, by knowing which stage your target customer is in, you gain insight on their interests and perspectives. And hopes and fears of visitors with young families will be different from those of empty nesters. Yep. Right? Same visit. They came from the same Google search, but it's a totally different person. Right. This guy's a young guy, got a young wife, got little kids, and then you got empty nesters. No kids at home. They got all kind of time. These people don't have no time. Right? right? So just different personality. Bullet points, long articles. <laughs> exactly. And what I put on here is you have to... You want to you want to get the right options. So if we're talking e-commerce, you want to give some quick checkout options that are extremely visible for this family who got a low attention span and trying to move fast. Quick checkout, guest checkout. No, I don't want to sign in. I just need it and I need to go in. I want free shipping. Right. That needs to be visible. Meanwhile, 
there's other people. They may need to watch a video. Yeah. They may need to read more links so they can do some research and get some descriptions. The key is making sure all of that's you know proportionate on the site without overbalancing each other and uh and still keeping the same usable look and feel. Yeah. It can be done, especially when. Um, I hate to pull our coattail, but especially when you have a company that's doing your marketing and managing your site. That way we can know that, hey, this is the type of traffic we're, <laughs> we're sending. Getting. Let's make sure that the traffic is seeing what they want to see when they arrive there. Exactly. Uh, number six, six, manage cognitive dissonance. Good one, Tim. I had to go do some research. Like, yep. what the hell is cognitive density? And basically, it's a, it's a tension that, that happens when people need to make a decision. And so, with, at the end of the day, it's more about security. People want to feel safe. They want to feel like, okay, I'm making the right decision. I'm not about to get screwed. They don't want any buyer's remorse. Matter of fact, he says nobody wants to have buyer's remorse. And that anxiety alone can be enough to keep a visitor from converting minimize the fear of regret by offering testimonials from real customers, provide specific compliments about the experience from working with your company. And, and you know, in that, and I see your note, he missed a big one, yeah. a big, huge opportunity, and that is? Reviews. Yep. You need reviews. You need video testimonials. You need guarantees. Guarantee. If you can guarantee it or your money back... Boom. You're good. You look at how many companies are doing that, and yes, they get a 2% return rate or or less, mm-hmm. and how many people feel confident that they can buy because there is that guarantee. Better question. How many people have bought something, it was not right, they need to return it and just have it? Yep. That's why the rate, the rate is down to 1% or 2%. Because they just haven't. I got two items in my truck right now that, need that to I've be ordered yeah. that I need to ship back. One was a tablet case. My wife is the wrong size mm-hmm. tablet case. It Merit may. line. One of these days I'm going to send that back. <laughs> it, it, may, it may go back. No, it may end up on my daughter's tablet because she likes one that fits that size. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You got to buy a tablet for the case. I love that. By the way, that's a marketing strategy we don't recommend. So (laughs) send out free cases that fit your tablet. And so, so, but at at the end of the day, you want to, uh, those reviews, those testimonials, those guarantees, they, they create a sense of security. And then since we're talking the web, right, make sure your site has those other things, right? Privacy policy and, and those secure server, secure checkout, that sort of deal. That just increases people's belief that this site is secure, that I can make this purchase uh, with no problems. Hey, pro tip, put those reviews in videos. Put them in videos. Get video reviews from your clients. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, number seven, this is the seven. last one. It says, um, nurture the conditions for attachment. Nurture the conditions for attachment. Titles are Tim, this one was awesome. I bet you guys are like, what does that mean? He said, make it easy to love you. Right. You start thinking about why people keep coming back. How do these big brands get loyal customers who always come back? Um, Think about, you know, matter of fact, he says attachment is carefully cultivated through the combination of consistency, responsiveness and trustworthiness. Start thinking about Apple products. Right. iPhone 12 drops whenever that happens. Yeah. It's going to be a line of people who are who, who have the iPhone 11. And, and want the twelve, and they want the They're twelve. Ready to turn it in or, immediately. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those guys. New pair of Jordans drop. 
Hmm. It's at least on the table. It's, it's at, at least, least open it, for discussion. And, 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 and Jordan has it so good, it depends on if I had them or not before. Because right. he's re-releasing them in different colors. And he has a talk about that emotion. Right. He has a good way of bringing up that old emotion. I remember how fresh they was 20 years ago when I had them. Right. And then he re-releases them in a new color. And I'm like, ooh. Wait, I have that yeah, one. <laughs> not only have I had them, I was fresh when I had those. And yeah. I need to be fresh again because I didn't have that color. You know, and so so that, you know, he says nurture conditions for attachment. And by doing that, Jordan always has a quality product. It's always an uh, out of the box looking shoe. It doesn't look like the others is more comfortable than Adidas or Reeboks. Um, they're lighter than some of the we're, shoes. We're not getting paid by I'm just saying this is this is me personally yeah. just saying is I'm wearing some here's right now. Here's the video <laughs> testimonial that, that I was just talking about. And so that's the that's, those are the conditions that they have put together for me. I expect it. Yeah. I know I'm going to get it. Same How thing with Apple users. How would you be if there were any... Yeah, right. Oh, man. Like, what, yeah. Think about Toyota drivers. I got a cousin. He has a Camry. Bought his wife a Corolla. His mom drives a 4Runner. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And they, their next car will be a Toyota. Toyota. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. That's because they, they like the product. They're familiar with it. Toyota has done a great job of nurturing the, the condition for, for attachment. attachment. So... Man, I want to give a punch in the face to Tim Ash, dude. Great article. Seven ways to use emotion to drive conversions. Um, yeah, people, whoever watched this, emotions do drive conversions. Uh, period. Yeah, and yeah, emotions are the thing that actually cause you to purchase, and then you use all of this logic, logic that you thought you used. You use it to, to justify, justify it. Yeah. what you've decided. Yeah, and that logic will either justify it or give you remorse. Yeah. <laughs> one of the two. Um, all right. Do we have any any uh, any what? Uh, no, oh, I'm going to do a rest in peace. Can I do it? We did Absolutely. one for for okay. uh, Doctor Spock. Yeah. Another one for Earl Lloyd. Man was the first, especially since this is Black History Month. Uh, first black guy in the NBA. Um, passed away. I think it was '83. So rest in peace, dude. Wow. That breaking down some barriers, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. Definitely. Um. You know what you haven't mentioned very much that you really should talk about is I think you're about to drop a track. Oh, man. Thank you for the reminder, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I, I had put SEO Rapper up for a minute. I've just been busy. We've been growing these web style. Like a year and a half. It's probably maybe, been two years. Two? Yeah. Ironically, uh, punching the face to Aaron Goldman, <laughs> he hit me up yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so he's trying to start some stuff, man. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. But, uh, man, yeah, stay tuned, man. Online marketing only. Uh, coming soon. Yeah, it sounds. I've, I've yeah, I've, some, I'd let them hear it today. Uh, and so some it's, previews of it. It's phenomenal. Another great rap by the SEO rapper, also known as Chuck. Uh, all right. So if you're interested in growing your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call eWebStyle for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral already, this has happened. Yeah. You refer business to us. They turn into a client. They pay their bill. You we pay. pay you. That's how that works. Um, and then this, uh, I think there was one, wasn't there one other thing? No. Uh, this was filmed live at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106. We film and broadcast live, live on Fridays. Our target is 4 p.m. right now, and we hit it sometimes. <laughs> and uh, so the best way to know when we're going to be live is make sure you follow us on Twitter. Again, yeah. that's twitter.com slash. And right before we launch, or right before we go live, we actually uh, yeah, send tweet. out some tweets and so you know, reach out. You can tune in. There's always always a link on where you can listen to it. And the link that goes out on Twitter before our podcast is actually to our 
um, you stream feed. Yeah, to the live feed, so you can watch live. Oh, and that's what I wanted to say, because uh, I had a client ask this question because they missed the live one and for some reason weren't aware that it's actually being recorded. Yep. So if you're missing this, it will be up on YouTube immediately afterwards, so you can check it out whenever you get a chance. By the way, excellent. All right, so this has been podcast number 269. Yep. Until the next podcast, my name's Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Headed my way, cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl, and shining, needing some play. Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so refined. I'm gonna find my gold mine. I think she's gonna set me free.